All right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Duct Tapes. Quack, quack. We are here with a... Super awesome person. Super fun episode this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have... Don't call him an engineer. He is a hacker. Hacker. Johnny Berger. Or... Oh, yeah. How did he say it? Burger. Yeah. He said it. We, he got the correct pronunciation. Yeah. Because you know he speaks German. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He taught me something about my name. I'm not going to give it away, but I am disappointed. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. You got to listen yeah, all the way to the end. I, I might cut that out. No. <laughs> I'm going to edit in something much cooler than what it actually you is. You asked the question. I know. You get to know the truth. I thought he was going to verify something cool, and it said he, he shot me down. But we talk a lot about... Um, about his personal projects, of which he has many. Yeah, just this one interview, we discussed like five, six projects. Yeah. He's like doing a new one every weekend. Yeah, a lot of React Native stuff. Um, and yeah. So I guess he can kind of attest to the fact that you can get a React Native project up and running fairly quickly because some of his stuff he did in a weekend, yeah. which is awesome. With gestures and animations if yeah. you're doing hackathon. Yep. It's, yeah, we talk a lot about hackathons. He is last year the winner of... The um, Audience Award. Audience Award at Hack Zurich. Um, which is happening again. Once you hear this episode, it will have already happened. So go check yeah. and see. Go check and see if uh, if he won. Hopefully he did. We're rooting for him. Um, he's what else to talk about? He's got to defend his title defend or his win title. the overall. Yeah. Or take home both. Or take you know? home both. We think he'll take home both. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also talked about his, I guess you could call it like a personal project or a personal yeah. goal. This guy has gone running every day for John did the math. 3.6 years. Yeah. He posts about it. I don't know the URL to the days. catalog, but he, he lists every day the distance he's running. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Dude, this guy is awesome. It's, um, yeah, you, wow. His website is just johnny.io. Perfect. I said johnnyburger.io in the episode, so I was wrong. J-O-N-N-Y.io. Check out all of his projects. But uh, yeah, super interesting talk, and we will talk to you afterwards. <laughs> Jump into if, it. If you're recording, yeah. All right, sure. Um, I'm so, ready. So do you primarily um, work with React Native? It seems like you're doing mostly React Native projects. Um, yeah, I do at the moment, mostly React Native. Um, I also, at work, use Golang a bit, hmm. um, but oh. I'm really just a huge fan of React Native and React. And uh, also... When there's a backend necessary, I, I use the appropriate technologies as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. Do you spend a lot of time watching Will's React Native animation videos? Yes, I <laughs> watch. <laughs> I think I watched almost all of it, and uh, oh, wow. yeah, for a good reason. They are awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to try and uh, have to try and one up each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> Every is new your, project. Is your Any Sticker app is that React Native? Yes. Sure. I actually built the first version of it in just about five days. And oh, then wow. it took like seven days for Apple to review it. So <laughs> oh I built it faster using React Native than it took to get approved. Yeah. How was it working with the, the Instagram APIs or, or integrating with Instagram? Um, pretty well. Actually, it is wow. documented. Um, uh, I just found this documentation by by accident, and then that was like kind of the trigger. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the reason why I made this app in the first place because I saw, wow, that is a really interesting API, and yeah. with that you can start doing stuff. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. It seems like um, Facebook and Instagram sometimes, um, maybe not purposely, but it's a little bit difficult to, to integrate and get things directly into their app. So it was kind of exciting to see that you get your own custom sticker that you're still able to move around uh, yeah. in, in with the Any Sticker app. Yeah, that was my impression, too, that it was more difficult. So I'm glad to hear it is not. That's really awesome. Yeah, me too. And uh, I think that's just because this API, nobody used it. So mm -hmm. no, nobody okay. really experienced it. Uh, so that was also like a factor for me to consider making this app. So once you saw it, you just wanted to like pursue this as a personal project? You're like, how do you decide what is your next project? How do you decide what to work on? Yeah, so it's a funny story. I actually started the app also in California, in Los Angeles. Oh, hmm. nice. I was uh, visiting a friend there uh, who was also kind of like a hacker and we did a previous project together. Uh, that was four years ago. And then last year we said, okay, let's meet up again. I went to Los Angeles, we lived together for a month. And our goal was to like make an app together However, it turned out that he had like already 10 apps and was very busy <laughs> maintaining them. And so I said, all right, I, I just start and then you join later. But it's, uh, yeah, he never got involved, actually. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. We were we were checking out some of your other projects on your on your website. And another one that stuck out was feature.fyi. That was a kind of a fun little idea. Did that come oh, out of a cool. hackathon or, or, or where did that idea come from? Another API that seems fun to integrate with, a Spotify one, right? Yeah, so maybe I first explain what Feature FYI is about. Yeah. It's a website yeah. where you can enter two artists, music artists, and then it finds a connection between these two artists. So you can, for example, take Beethoven and then you can take Migos or like two <laughs> artists that really do not fit together and mm -hmm. then it tells you, okay, um, this person has collaborated with X, X has col collaborated with Y, Y has collaborated with C and then it finds uh, a connection between these two. And yeah, I'm, I'm not sh that sure anymore how I came up with the idea, but I remember, I remember doing it uh, last year in just one weekend. I think I, I started like on Friday and started on Sunday and my flatmates were like, oh, you never left the house. <laughs> what are you up to? Yeah. Well, it's obvious. I think that one of your main one of your main strengths is speed because you get things out within a week. Seriously, that is that sounds incredible. Yeah, it was neat seeing that Elvis Presley and Lil Pump had, yeah. a, had a connection, <laughs> a five five degree away connection. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, yeah, I was wondering like, what's the longest or the largest like distance, like degree of connection you've ever tested or seen yourself? Because we we did a couple, but we only came up with three in the middle. Yeah, everybody's pretty closely related, yeah. oddly enough. Um, I think the maximum I've seen is like six or seven. Mm -hmm. Okay. And since everything's like exponential, I don't think it can get uh, much higher than that. You know, <laughs> there's like this saying, every person on this world knows the other person around seven edges. Yep. Yeah. Um, That's exactly what I was thinking I guess that is also true for music artists. 
Yeah. Well, do you guys remember that six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon game? Both of you might be too young. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh you remember? Okay, yeah. That, Tiffany does it. That is also an inspiration. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good explanation. Like, feature FYI, this is the, the Kevin Bacon game, but yeah. with Spotify artists. Yeah, especially now because there are so many artists that just feature for everybody. So if you just get one of them, um, yeah. you'll be connected somewhere else pretty quick. But yeah, that was that was neat. Was it difficult? Again, just like kind of with Instagram, um, integrating with the Spotify APIs, or how are those to work with? Um, so I don't have it on top of my head, but I feel like Spotify was um, relatively easy because mm. you would just like download all the data. Uh-huh. And then uh, you just have to do that once. So you're not affected by any rate limits. And then I, I put that into a graph database, Neo4j. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's not like an SQL database. It's a really nice. specialized one. That was probably the biggest challenge of it. Oh, really? Was it your first time working with Neo4j? Or? I've never used it, but we, we've heard quite a bit about yeah, it. Yeah, this is the only time I ever used it. And it was really just to, uh, for the purpose. I don't think you have that many use cases of using this database, really. <laughs> you should almost never use it. But in, <laughs> in that case, it was the, the way to go, I guess. Awesome. We're going to tag him in the, in the show notes for this. Give just him a shout know. out. <laughs> no, <it's> nice. <laughs> um, so another project that I was inter- or that we were interested in was the Make Space project. It looks like it's um, getting pushed pretty soon. I downloaded it and put it on my system and ran it. And what it does, it looks like, is checks all my kind of caches that can safely be deleted and lets me know how much wasted space I have. John needs to empty I had his trash. 131 gigabytes of wasted <laughs> space, but I haven't deleted it yet because it made me scared that I'm going to delete something important. So did you want to talk about uh, uh, what that yeah, does good. and what this it checks? Is, uh, this uh, project is very experimental, and I'm glad you did not hit, hit the delete button. <laughs> you might be very mad at me. Okay, good. Um, yeah, this, this project, I, I started, I open sourced it, but I never really announced it, really. So I never tweeted about it or anything like that. Um, And it's kind of on my backlog on things I want to do and release. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, if you don't know what it is, um, it is a command line tool that you can invoke using npx makespace. Um, So with no installation, you just need npm for it. And then it will look for various ways of how you can free up space. Um, Like, for example, delete your dangling Docker images, Mm -hmm. delete your Xcode, um, derived data. Um, It's pretty developer-focused, so I think it's uh, just useful for developers. So did you have to, uh, like, manually have it look at each of those areas? Was it just like like a mental list you put into the app, or how does it determine what's safe to delete mm-hmm. versus what's not. Um, yeah, it's, I, I started collecting like various tips. I saw on Twitter, for example, wow, if you type in brew, 
homebrew cleanup or something like that. Then I did this and I saved two gigabytes. So uh -huh. I noted this down and over time uh, I collected these strategies and put them into uh, a command line tool. That's awesome. Yeah, I was shocked that I had like 100 gigabytes of trash. On, on my, on my <laughs> well, computer. I'm nervous to see how much I have. So I know. Like I think I need, to, I need to empty that out. But that seems like a cool, cool little project um, to start making the computer yeah. run faster. But speaking of a not developer project, Tiffany, do you want to ask about this next one? I would love to. Because this so was pretty interesting. When John introduced me to you, um, one of the first sites I found was your, your run journal or your run catalog which was like one, a super cool site and two, holy crap that you've actually managed to keep this up because that's impressive. And I, I would love to hear more about that. Um, yeah, so for those who don't know, I run every day. I've been, I've been doing it for more than three years now. Without yeah, it, it was 3.6 so years. Three I, did, I did the math. <laughs> so oh, nice. yeah, 3.6 years so far. Yeah, um, running for me is really just like what is uh, meditating for other people. Mm -hmm. Like you always have these people who tell you, oh, you need to start meditating. It helps me so much. It's so good mentally. Um, I feel like running is for me this kind of meditation. Mm -hmm. And if I do it every day, it like limits how, how annoyed stuck up um, you can get because at least every day at one point you you clear up your mind and uh, can can breathe and start uh, thinking about other stuff again so for me it's mostly mental although I, I initially started it as like a, an attempt to get healthier mm -hmm. And I, I surely also did get healthier. Um, but right now I continue to run every day because it's like just really awesome for my mind. And I also want to really, in 50 years, <laughs> say, guys, I did it. I, I broke the world record for <laughs> yes. running every day. Is there, is there a record that somebody knows about? Or for, for consecutive days run, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, it's not like this official Guinness world record thing, but I found um, there's actually a, a list online. I think it's called runeveryday.com. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like a leaderboard mm -hmm. of people who run every day. Wow. And the, the currently highest one, which has been retired, which is good because <laughs> now I can, I can go and get it, is about 19,000 days. So Whoa. like almost 50 years to go. <laughs> but I mean, unless I don't break a leg or die or something, yeah. I will go for it <laughs> because I will never stop intentionally now. Yeah, a, a runner's awesome. high is a is a real thing. I, I've had periods in my life where I've run consistently, and when you do take a day off, you notice it. Like you feel depressed. Like after you've done it for a while, it really does start to affect. Um, I was surprised at how it affected me mentally on some days. Like I'm like, I feel like yeah, missing definitely. Today. I'm just missing yeah. the run. 
Well, apparently this I've never run often enough to feel <laughs> that because I, I would do like, I'll do like three or four days if I'm being like good in a week, but never, I've never even thought about doing it every single day. I feel like it must be difficult to make time for it. Maybe not after you've been doing it so long, but I know for me, that would be mm. a really, a real challenge. Well, we noticed you yeah, run all times of the day. We saw some 2 a.m.ers <laughs> on there, so it seems like you kind of do it whenever. <laughs> um, yeah, the, there are really many funny occasions um, where something happens and you cannot go uh, for a run at a good time. Um, it's like you, f- you forget your running stuff and then you have... Uh, uh, you have uh, said that you would like go out for a beer afterwards mm. and then it's like oh shit now I have to go for a run after yeah, we, I come home we saw um, the we saw the drunk emojis or the yeah. <laughs> the drunk tag for, for some of the runs but how are those very transparent and like trying to pursue the idea of open data so I marked nice. this on the website as well <laughs> well that is that is super cool. Yeah, that was an interesting, uh, an interesting thing I never heard of. I don't know. Every day just sounds like crazy. <laughs> just, just incredible. Um, so also, we heard that you have an interesting theory or or idea behind a hacker versus an engineer. Yes. And we're wondering if you want to elaborate on that. And what do you consider yourself? Um, I consider myself uh, a hacker, mm. um, not an engineer. Like, uh, I do not want to be called an engineer. Uh oh. Um, so okay, so <laughs> I I explain it a bit. Um, uh, a few years ago, at like an old job, I had a an argument uh, with another. Uh, colleague and it was like about should we use React or should we use uh, Meteor JS framework mm-hmm. uh, it was like really silly dis- discussion and it went on for weeks and none of us really wanted to give up for, for on weeks. their uh, <laughs> 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 <a> framework <laughs> right and then um, the other guy said well Johnny you say you're a hacker, but we are an engineer. Hmm. So wait, since wait. then, I've just started embracing being a hacker. And I think it's a, it's a funny thing to say. And I feel like you can classify many people as either hacker or engineer. Neither of that is like offending. We need both hackers and engineers, but I would say like engineers are people who are like looking for like great, robust um, software using using patterns, uh, using a lot of frameworks. They take more time to think about it, while hackers are like looking for more creative solutions. They are looking for speed. Um, they are not necessarily hacker. They, they are not necessarily bad programmers or like they they write bad code, um, but they just want to solve problems in a more creative way. 
So that is my view on I like it. hacker and versus I, engineer. I might consider myself a hacker, so I feel a lot cooler now. That's awesome. <laughs> when you're at your computer, do you have to wear like a hoodie and a mask because you're a hacker? That was oh, a funny joke. <laughs> yes. I mean, the, the stereotype expands to all areas. So if you do that, then I would say you're more of a hacker than like someone who wears a shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and goes on the dark web all the time. Oh, man. Well, That's that actually a really good yeah, definition. Yeah. I really enjoyed that because when, when I think of hackers, it's someone who's trying to like just get something done. And maybe it's like more of a, an efficient approach instead of thinking and planning and trying to get like the quote perfect approach. Because it's very rare that you're going to discover a perfect way to do something. And mm. I think the efficiency of hacking has always appealed to me the way I think about it. So that's really similar to what you said. And that was that was really interesting. So and this all came from that one yeah, week totally. long I argument. I think efficiency is also um, like one part of it where a hacker wants to get something done, get something started, mm-hmm. um, and the goal is to just accomplish it, while an engineer is trying to look for the, the, the perfect solution. And this is not meant to be offensive for engineers because big companies they, who are like established, they are past their startup phase, they now need like good engineers who can scale their applications. And that is also very important. That's an interesting, yeah, that's awesome. an interesting observation. Yeah, where a hacker type is probably good to get you off the ground. But once you're established and need um, kind of consistent, I guess, frameworks that won't fall apart or that won't have bugs, yeah, then you get the engineers and you get the boring guys. No, just kidding. Dude. I don't want to start a war. You know, I think I enjoy hacking more, but I really want to learn to do both. That would be nice. I'm just happy that I can tell people that I've hacked sometimes so I can, because I always picture like the 1990s, like I have to be in a dark room with neon lights on with a hoodie, you know, and a mask and gloves. But um, I guess I do it at my desk every day. But speaking of hacking. Yes. Also, you do hackathons quite a bit, right? Um, Yeah, I do. I, I I participated in about seven of them so Mm. far. Oh, nice. And recently, I've we've been on a good streak. Um, the the past three, I've went. Uh, we won some awards. I think the most major one was last year at Hack Zurich. That was the largest. That is the largest hackathon in Europe. Mm-hmm. Wow! And there, me and my flatmate, we together won the audience award um, against awesome. like over 100 other teams. So yeah, Dude. that was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. What did you build? Um, we, we built an app called Makaday. Um, so it would like allow you with a nice gesture in mm, I wonder how you did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have to explain what it does. I can just tell you <laughs> gestures and animation mm-hmm. and that you will understand why it was successful. Yeah, I saw um, in an interview that you did that you recommended gestures and animations should be a, a, almost a primary focus in a hackathon. Is that because you can get kind of a lot of bang for your buck pretty quickly? Like your app will look pretty impressive right off the bat? 
Yeah, totally. In these hackathons, you usually have like two or three minutes to present it. And I feel like the judges and like what can they judge you for? They can they only see how the app works. They they see the user interface. They don't see yeah, like the like backend the database, or yeah. the how you, or they are not impressed by your login functionality or like how clean the code is. Um, this is really the only thing they can judge you based on. So since we have started shifting our strategy to make something really shiny, we've been more successful with that. That's awesome. Is that the one that's, because you're doing one this weekend, right? This upcoming weekend? Yeah, this uh, weekend we try to defend either our title or go for the overall win. I'm really motivated. I want to compete. I want to come out as the best hacker and I want to you know, just like that's awesome. We're going to be rooting for you. The best shot that I have. How, how does that work? <laughs> do they? Do you get like a, a prompt when you enter the hackathon, or do you know what type of thing you're going to build beforehand? I'm, I'm very curious because neither of us have ever been involved in one before. Um, it depends. Uh, in Hack Zurich, they are really open, and they let you build whatever you want. Awesome. Um, but I've also been to other hackathons where usually you have to build something that their sponsor says you should build. So we went to one hackathon which had like four sponsors and none of them have ever like sponsored a hackathon and they gave some challenges which were really, really narrow and difficult to solve. And then the first evening we just discussed man, what can we build? <laughs> it's almost like they're just trying to get some free work for their app or their website. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the first thing I thought yeah. of, too. It's like they're trying to get free ideas. Yeah, today I got like an email uh, telling me that, oh, yeah, we invite you to a hackathon in Berlin, but we cannot arrange any travel and <laughs> it's like sponsored and there's free beer as if like... <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, their opening line was like, oh, we noticed you are on GitHub or something. It's like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're like, wow, you really, you really tracked me down. Well, you know, I think that free beer might have convinced some people in our office. I definitely, yeah. How long <laughs> do they typically the last? Berlin beer is. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it typically it's like so Friday, to, Friday to Sunday? Is that the. Yeah, like the weekend range? hackathons. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say so. There's also like one day hackathons and like all kinds of stuff. But um, Hack Zurich is a three day hackathon. Uh, I will go there on Friday. There's like an opening ceremony, like speaker of a big company. Then uh, there's dinner and from like 9 or 10 p.m. when you're already pretty tired, <laughs> you start hacking and you have until Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, so I think only about 1% of all participants manage to not sleep at all. Wow. Wow. And, uh, how much sleep do you get? Yeah, I was going to wonder, like, how do you manage your time? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, last year I... It's, I always wonder what's the, what's the best way to do it. Um, because I feel like if you sleep for four hours, then you feel 
super awful when you wake up. Then mm. you should also consider like not sleeping at all. So like last year I went to sleep from like 8 a.m. to 12 to noon um, on both nights. And yeah, did not feel great. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, not the best strategy. So what is your strategy for this year? Are you going to try to do no sleep? Um, I, I think I'm going to sleep again. I think mm. it's also pretty good. Otherwise, you're just a zombie making mistakes. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I, this is... We have developed a strategy for what we want to build. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, we're going to build an app that is focused on sustainability uh, this year because we think it's a hot topic. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually, somebody wins who like hits the nerve. Like last year, somebody won who uh, built an application that busts deep fakes. Because hmm. so that was the hot topic at the time. Maybe yeah. like last year, the the biggest problem in the world it was fake news, and they made an application on on solving the problem. So we know that we want to go into the direction of sustainability because mm-hmm. this is a really hot topic at the moment. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're going to use React Native. We're going to try to make it yes. shiny, moving stuff. And <laughs> I think we've trained a lot. Over the past years, um, we are familiar with swipe animations yeah. and uh, all of this stuff. Yeah. How big is the team? And How big is your team? Is it just you and your roommate? Yeah, it's uh, just me and my flatmate. Wow. Uh, Lucas Peloni. He also um, works in the same agency as me. So mm-hmm. I work part time. And then we. We also do our thing there, and we are well. We are like, um, if like good harmony when it comes to hacking. Uh, we, we we can. It's like many teams they fail because at the beginning they say, "Oh, I want to develop in React Native," and like, "Oh no, I want to develop in Java." Oh, actually, no. I oh my gosh, the hacker versus engineer all over in. again. <laughs> and this is also. Uh, like the the thing that in in my first few hackathons, uh, this was a reason why it it failed. While we did why we did not build something uh, that great. I think once um, two or three years ago, uh, like I built like an app in Swift where you would have like an Apple Watch kind of uh, interface with mm-hmm. three rings and the, the three rings would represent like your github commits your lines of codes and uh, your github commits or lines of codes uh how much you've walked or ran and how much you slept it was called like git fit or something <laughs> so but then the other person we like did not synchronize at all they made a like a stick man game. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, we were like, oh, yeah, fuck now, what are we going to do? And yeah, you're going to put those together. When, when you code this many lines of code, then you unlock the stick man game. And yeah, that was not a good 
harmony. Yeah. But it's still fun, you know. Sure. But now you're in sync and you're ready to go. It's almost like it sounds like you're getting ready for like a big sports game. It's, yeah, this it's, is awesome. You're, you're all pumped up. It's yeah. cool. Um, really feels, I think it is kind of a, a sport, you know. Like definitely. Yeah, definitely uh, a competition, yeah. Mental yeah. games. There are like many <laughs> things you have to consider. You have to be... You have to be versatile at programming. You need to be mentally fit, physically fit to like uh, overcome the 40 hours. You you need to be good at programming, at marketing. You need to be an all-rounder and be able to bring on your full focus onto this event. Mm -hmm. So, where do you go to to do the coding? I'm so unfamiliar with it. Like, do they have you all have your rooms in a hotel or? you just get to go wherever you like or how does that work um no it's a it's a big building called techno park here in zurich mm-hmm. um it's like a startup hub uh, where there are many companies and startups based and the lobby is so big that they can fit 500 people in one really long room and that's where Everybody is just wow. That must doing be their thing. Crazy. crazy room. Are there spies that like go around and see what the other teams are doing? Yeah. That, that would be my job. <laughs> I would yeah, just go and spy on people. I'd bring my binoculars and a telescope and just look across yes, the room. Yes, but it's like not a good, uh, it's not a good, uh, you shouldn't spend your time on that. Yeah. It's better if you focus on uh, <laughs> actually making something. Definitely. So one of your your apps that we couldn't or that we didn't really get to try out was, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right, Vestande, or how, how do you? That's my guess. You yeah, because everything yeah. was in German for that one. So I'm curious what that is. It looks like it helps out students. Um, yes, Vestande. It's actually mm. my uh, my biggest app, the one that I'm most proud of. But it is very local. It is pretty much only used in Zurich. Mm-hmm. Bestande is like a Swiss German word and it means like past, like I passed this exam. Hmm. So Bestande means past. And the original idea was that I studied at the University of Zurich and whenever you would take an exam, it would be really obnoxiously difficult to find out if you have passed. <laughs> some, well, that seems like a some problem. Some people go crazy about it and they log into like a weird online portal which takes like 20 seconds to load and you have to enter your username every single time to check have I passed, have I received my results. So I kind of reversed engineered that system and made it into an app. That was the original idea of Bestande, that you could see if you have Bestande. Um, and then I also like wanted to integrate push notifications into it. Um, however, that then crashed the university server. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I had to take that out. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I grew the app in like three or four years to now over... 20,000 users. Wow. Um, nice. That's like a huge amount. If you consider that only 27,000 people are currently enrolled uh, in the university. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, some people have graduated in the meanwhile, 
but I'm pretty sure that like half of the people use this app at the university and it's uh, it's pretty cool because then like sometimes people like talk to you about it or like uh, they see the sticker on my laptop and they're like oh wow I have this app uh, that's pretty cool that's awesome so are, wait, are you attending the university yourself right now or do you work as a full-time as a hacker or um, I'm not attending the university anymore I uh, finished my bachelor um, nice. kind Congrats. of like thank you <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I finished that, but it's like I always wanted to do something more practical. I mean, sometimes I would go into the lecture and just like, sure, I guess this is what I do. I am a student. <laughs> I listen to this and then I just, just open the laptop and like hack on my apps. Um, so awesome. after like the bachelor, it was a good, uh, a good point to ended and focus just on developing. And now I work 50% on uh, either of these apps um, or something different. If I have an idea, I try to hack on it. And half yeah, of the time on, I on work at... Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, I also work 50% because although my dream is uh, to to like be fully independent in the future, I'm really not there yet. And so I need to earn some money. And mm-hmm. I get to work in a company called Accelera, also with my flatmate and other friends from the university. And they really understand me and my situation, what I want to do really well. And I also get to do stuff for them. So it's great. That's awesome. It's amazing. Well, the name like Johnny Berger, it seems like you're only going to get more and more famous. I, I wondered, <laughs> between you and Evan Bacon, I wonder for the longest time, I'm like, are people just like making up food names to, <laughs> to get popular <laughs> in, the, in the tech world? Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll be Johnny Hot Dog. John, what are you Johnny Hot Dog. You can, you can be John. Yeah. I like uh, John. Just John. <laughs> do you speak, Johnny, do you speak German? Yes, yes. It's my so, Swiss nice. German is my native uh, language. Okay, so what does Hoppenthal mean? Does it mean anything? Oh my god. I, my last name is Hoppenthal and I had a guy come in um, to an old job that I had who had the last name Hoppenthal as well and he swore to me that it meant king of the mountain. He was German, but I had never had it verified. Does it mean best <laughs> hacker? Um <laughs> Yes, but <laughs> if you want to... Yes. Great answer, Tony. Uh, if you want me to kind of translate it, hopping means like a bunny hopping. So oh, no. So somebody <laughs> who is hopping. And tall means like valley. So I'm, I'm the bunny of the valley, not the king of the mountain. That's a little bit disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, actually, my name and... Uh, you say burger, and that's fine because that's <laughs> it's the word burger. Yeah. Um, here in Switzerland, um, they call it burger. This is how we pronounce it. And uh, yeah, a burg is like a something like a castle or something. Mm. 
Well, I will so, be using uh, hamburger stickers for the majority of the social media posts for this episode. <laughs> and he, he is <laughs> Just telling a, the truth. as fair warning. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, we like to um, kind of bring our interviews to an end by asking our, our final music questions. And Tiffany, how about you take the reins on this one? All right. It's time, man. Uh, we like to just like to hear about, do you have a favorite band or do you have music you enjoy listening to while you're coding, like something that helps you focus or just like maintain concentration? Because Will actually gave a different answer to this question. Will said no, but he listens to podcasts. So that was an interesting answer. Which I answer think is crazy. Well. So do I. So, <laughs> yeah. But what is your routine? Um, yeah, I listen to music all the time. Um, during coding, during coding, I like to listen to uh, I'm just like house music where there's like not so much like uh, distracting you or like lyrics that you think about a lot. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I like to listen to uh, yeah to hip hop, to indie rock. Um, nice. I also go to to festivals um, almost every summer. This oh, year cool. I went to to uh, to Budapest, Hungary, oh. and there I saw Post Malone, Twenty One Pilots, Florence at the Machine. Oh, um, awesome! All of them who I really like, uh, and also like obviously you go to a festival where. Uh, you like the bands. So these are like a few examples of That's awesome. things that I like to listen. Great guys, I've got big news. I'm going to a little festival oh this, uh, this weekend. I'm seeing The Strokes Friday night. Oh. I'm super excited. Nice. That's awesome. And I totally thought you were going to say something else. So that's, that's good. Well, there's the Hella Mega Tour thing oh, that well, has happened. So one of my favorite bands ever is Weezer. And they're touring now with Green Day and Fall Out Boy. And I got my tickets oh, wow. to see them next year. Yeah, it's not till 2020 in July, but we, my wife and I paid quite a bit of money. We're going to be about 10 rows back. So I cannot wait. Dude. Sure. I would also love to be there. And these bands are also. We don't come back out to California. To. Yeah, Weezer. Guys, I'll make a playlist <laughs> for all the best Weezer <laughs> songs. I know you guys want it, so I will give it to you. Um, well, Johnny, this has been great. We Thank you so really, much. The, the hackathon talk Thank was you awesome. For me. Yeah. Always, yeah. This, this was really fun. We'll need to have you on again after you win big this weekend. We can exactly. talk about what Your that trophy feels like. Championship hackathon. <laughs> Hopefully, wish me luck. We will. Absolutely. All right. Thanks again, Johnny. Cool. Thanks a lot, and see you soon. All right, that was a great interview. I learned so much about hackathons. I did. <laughs> I, I would say that he bestanded the oh, episode, and I meant to make that joke to him, and I'm so mad at myself that I didn't. Instead, he just made it to me, and yeah. then now he's making it to you. <laughs> yes, pretending that it's on the fly. But ah, <laughs> uh, what a bummer. And also, what a bummer about my name. Right, guys? I think we're all disappointed about that. I think... It suits you. I'm a little, a little bunny <laughs> rabbit in a valley. But the first one would have suited you too. So King you know, of the mountain. I, I don't know. King of the mountain. <laughs> uh, maybe that was just like warped in my brain. Like that's what I told myself that it was. But yeah, check, go to uh, Johnny.io. Check out all of his projects. He has a lot of, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Download any sticker. Put custom stickers on your Instagram stories, everybody. What's that 
NPX one, Make Space. Make Space. Make sure you check that one out and like delete all your trash. Check it out, but he don't. I think it's not. <laughs> it's not fully refined, it's so don't beta. delete everything yet. But you can, yeah, you can run it like I did and see its possibilities. And then, um, what was the other one that was so cool? Oh yeah, Feature.fyi, where you can see what artists have uh, yeah, put worked in with each other. Beethoven, and you know some modern day rock star. I rapper. kept trying Nirvana. I couldn't get Nirvana <laughs> to be connected to anybody. Maybe it's just they just never worked with anybody. Oh man. They were before this time of everybody featuring and collaborating. Um, but yeah, so check him out. Where's uh, the best place to find him on Twitter? I think it's going to be on Twitter. Follow him at, oh, all caps, J-N-Y-B-G-R. Maybe the caps doesn't matter. Awesome. I don't know. Probably not. But, yeah, so uh, Johnny Berger without the vowels and missing one N, if that helps you remember it. And, <laughs> and missing the R. <laughs> Just do J-N-Y-B-G-R. That's right. That's right. His website is johnny.io. Yeah. And, yeah, he. I really hope he does great this weekend. He and his team yeah. prepared. Sounds like they're ready for it. I'm yeah. super excited. I wish you could get like live stream updates. I know. We should check in. Um, where can the listeners find you, Tiffany? You guys can find more of me on Twitter as well under my gamer name, Talama Vale, and also on Twitch under Team Talama. So we will actually be streaming again soon. It's oh, going to be great. Oh, firing it's it back gonna up. It's going to be awesome. How long have you been dormant? Uh, I feel like well, I asked this every time. <laughs> I had summer vacation and then it's kind of been dormant since then. Yeah. Okay, follow me on uh, Twitter at John the Bunny in the Valley. No, John <laughs> Hoppenthal, just my full name. You know, I was going to make a joke, but then you uh, made it for yeah, yourself, so John, that's good. Yeah, John the Bunny in the Valley. I'm going to change my my Twitter name to that, or my Twitter, whatever it is. Bio. You could, don't, yeah. don't change the name. Change the bio. Yeah, That'll be good. Just a picture of a bunny. Um, follow the Duct Tapes, Duct Tapes FM on Instagram, on Twitter. Yes. Uh, go to our website ducttapes.fm sign up for our newsletter a lot of fun stuff in that newsletter yeah so highlights on social media so if yeah. you don't have time you know you better have time to listen to the whole podcast yeah. but if you don't then you can get the highlights get the highlights and it has links to all of our social media so go there and we will see you guys in the next one later peace out <laughs> bye powered by Vincent. quack quack <laughs>